Hi, I'm Brittany. I'm Amy. And I'm Katie, better known as Joiner. We are three best friends and professionals, pediatric speech-language pathologists, and moms who try really, really hard. But we are by no means experts. In many cases, we will be learning right along with you. The advice we offer is of a general nature and certainly does not replace the advice of a medical professional. We hope you leave our conversation with something in your cup, whether it be laughter, new information, inspiration, a question. We hope we can fill your cup. Welcome to the Cup of Counsel podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Cup of Counsel podcast. We have a more serious topic tonight that we have all wanted to talk about for a long time, I think, having to do with body image and just our physical health and mental health, especially as moms. So we are pretty excited to chat about this tonight. So Amy, what is in your cup? In my Cup of Counsel podcast, blue, teal, sorry, teal, mug. I actually have a gift. My mother-in-law stopped at a local brewery tonight, um, Big Axe Brewery in Nisswa, Minnesota, and got me a cherry almond smoothie sour. It's so good. It's that like sounds this amazing. delicious. It's like this deep red color. Can you see? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that looks very so good. like Christmassy. It's good. She said when she went to the brewery that she said, my daughter-in-law likes Oh, like weird beers. And then, <laughs> and then the person was like, I have just the thing. And she took a sample of it and she was like, it wasn't my style. Say the flavor again. What's the flavor? Cherry almond smoothie. Ooh, yum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can, it's like a lot of cherry and you can taste like the almond at the end. Anyway. Yum. That's what I'm drinking tonight and it's delicious. Um, in my other cup is... I'm excited to talk about this topic because we've kind of, the three of us have chatted about it on and off throughout our whole friendship, I feel like, especially after becoming moms with body changes and insecurities and things like that. Um, And I had a recent, more recent like realization or aha moment about my own body journey um, recently that kind of also sparked me wanting to talk about this topic sooner rather than later. So that's what's in my cup tonight. Do you want to read your Facebook post or read or or recap it, whatever you want to do? Sure. Yeah. So um, like the beginning of November, I just was inspired. So when we went to Arizona for our podcast convention, um, one of our goals Aside from just like learning things about podcasting and networking a little bit, one of our goals was to get a photo shoot of the three of us. And so Joyner, who is a talented, despite what others may say, (laughs) who is a talented photographer on the side of her SLP job, um, brought her camera and her tripod and took some fantastic pictures of the three of us together, but then also um, it was important for us to have individual shots. So she got some individual shots. So this post that I put on my personal Facebook page kind of came after she had sent us our pictures. Um, And I just, it like, to not sound sappy or cheesy, but it like, I had a really emotional response that I wasn't expecting after seeing 
these like fantastic pictures of myself. Um, so he, I'll just read the post. Um, it says, like many people, I have had a tenuous body journey. I've tried diet trends and have been successful. I've also gone through the maintenance phase and failed. I've dabbled in some exercise programs. I've gone up a size, down sizes, up multiple sizes, etc. You know the drill. Here's what I've recently come to know as my truths regarding my body and how it relates to my self-esteem. My hope is that maybe there's one person out there who will find this helpful. Diets and fitness trends are not my thing, and that's okay. What is my thing? Deciding to enjoy some favorite things in moderation. Walking and hiking make me feel good. Being aware of how what I consume makes me feel and being mindful of making choices that make me feel a certain way. No counting, weighing, or tracking, just instincts and awareness. Aging. I've decided, going on a year now, to not dye my hair any longer. Beginning wrinkles, smile lines, gray hairs are all proof that I'm alive. I have the luxury of getting older. Many do not. I'm enjoying and embracing that privilege. The FUPA. Extra weight. Stretch marks. The residuals from three pregnancies. Three deliveries in which my body was cut open in order to bring life into this world. I've let go of these insecurities as they are signs and reminders of what I was able to do. Badges of honor. When Joyner first sent these pictures, my initial reaction was that I love them. Then I felt weird for feeling so good about them. And soon my good old friend insecurity slash self-deprecation slash judgment snuck in for a hot minute and I started noticing the parts of me that should be cropped to not show certain areas of my body. But then I quickly told that bitch, no, there's no place for you here. And then cried a little because honestly, these photos, they depict complete happiness and contentment. I felt good during the shoot. I loved my outfit. I wore it the whole weekend. Like all the time, she really and did. I was never. Yes, I did. No. I didn't take that skirt off the whole like weekend. Mold, like the pool, like dinner. Know, it was. It was. It was like a cover weekend. up, and then it was like a dinner skirt. Yeah, and yeah. Then it, you want to know how to go from day to night? Just call Amy. <laughs> just wear the same skirt the whole time. <laughs> yes. So I love my outfit, and I was with some of the most important people in my life. I love that these moments were captured. I love how happy I am in them. I love that I'm not cropping them to hide certain areas of my body because, damn it, this body is not just a part of my story. It's the freaking cover of my book. And then I posted a bunch of the pictures. And so that was like a very emotional. I cried like multiple times over just like that realization and like internal dialogue that I was like having with myself and realizing, wow, I've kind of come farther than I realized with my perception of myself and the amount that I care about how maybe other what other people are thinking or how I look or whatever. And those pictures like honestly captured like complete happiness and that was what was like beautiful about the pictures and that's what I noticed first and then it, then my thoughts were like oh but look like your fupa and your arm like jiggle and like all these <laughs> your double chin like then I started to do that again and I was like wait a second like what are you doing you just loved these pictures and now all this other shit is coming up and so then I because I was aware in that moment, I was like, no, stop. Like I can love these pictures and not crop them and not worry about that because like, I can just love them. It's okay. I was truly happy. So anyway, that's kind of part of what sparked this episode. Cause I actually got like an, a ridiculous response from that post and people commenting like aha moments for them or that they felt the same way, or this was so relatable. And so, I mean, I think we all know that this is a huge issue for a lot of people, not just women, not just moms, 
Um, but not everybody talks about it all the time. So, yeah. Or talks like the opposite about it, mm-hmm. you know, like how much weight they've lost or, you know, side-by-side pictures before and afters and just right. not even to mention the social media downfall that you can go go into watching people like looking a certain way and it's just not real. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that I, I love that the start to the episode. That was like, that like hit me right here. That was good. You know, I don't do a lot of social media, so I did not see that post. I probably didn't. I don't know if I commented on it or loved it. Oh, Amy just looked so mad. You didn't do anything to it. She's so mad. You did you know zero how I feel. things to it. You know how I feel about it. I I'm, know. I'm, I'm cutting it out of my life and it's been amazing. And I'm going to actually talk about that. Yeah. No, that's part of good. This, but you did not discussion. like that post. No, I didn't. I didn't it's even, okay. I hadn't even heard it. So <laughs> me hearing that right now was new. Oh, that's and I good. Loved that. It's like yeah. natural. You didn't even hear it before. No. Okay, I and like I, that. yeah. And that, that was, that was a beautiful post. You had beautiful writing too. Thank you. And it's so true. Well, it, you didn't, you're hearing it for the first time now, which is so special because you got to hear it on the podcast. So it's like real time with our listeners, but yeah. I just got, I opened my phone one day and I'm scrolling Facebook and I see this post and I'm like, oh my gosh. And like, I took the pictures. Like, and so I'm like, it wasn't like Amy ever mentioned it. Like she wasn't like calling me and like, I really love those pictures. Thank you. Well, she did say, but like, it was like, then she just made this like gorgeous post about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. Like I, I loved it. Like, I thought you it was created such that. An, I didn't create it. She created it. I just took the pictures. Well, you created the but pictures, like, though. That's talent. I know. Right. I know. That gave me the feeling because so many yeah. other times, like pretty much every other time, I am like cropping pictures to cut my body in half or cut out my arm or cut out my hips or like crop it above, like right below my chest because I got some good. That's... <laughs> She's got large ones. Yeah. She's, yeah. I'm pretty proud of that part of me. But anyway, so and I, I leave we those in. And while we were and Amy's she's she's top top heavy. And I <laughs> and I am not. I'm not top heavy. So in Scottsdale, she was like, I don't even know how it came about, but she was like, I just can't get this to work. I don't know what bra I'm gonna wear. And I'm like, just don't wear a bra. Just like don't wear one. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. work in the And so she was like here okay so she took it off and she was wearing this outfit and I was like oh oh that's not an <laughs> option just, for you just I, on. <laughs> just hold those up. On. <laughs> anyway so like I'm so used to that's my first instinct just like oh I like my face in that picture or but then I like cut out these other things to crop it to a certain way so it looks you know a specific way or put filters on and it's like those pictures I I didn't initially have that reaction. It came later because that's just how my brain works. And then I resisted the urge to do that. And I felt so good about it, especially getting all the feedback of like people who feel the same or could relate. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I feel like we could kind of like jump all over the place and talk about this topic, but maybe a good starting point would be like the why, like why people are like this. And there's, probably hundred million whys, but I think a big part of it is like what we're fed as little girls or just kids in general. Um, and I feel like us like growing up in the nineties, do you guys remember like Snackwell brand and like 
low fat, non-fat stuff. Like that was everywhere. Right. Like it was like fat was bad. And I remember thinking this specific thought that crosses my mind all the time that I had, I don't remember who I was thinking of, like a friend or something. I'm not sure. But I remember thinking, why do I love that friend? They're, they're fat. Why, why do I love them still? Like, I remember being confused. It's like a five-year-old. And that like kills wow. me when I think about it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I yeah. remember being like, oh, I shouldn't. I'm not supposed to. And I, I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of my first memories of, of that, um, whatever we want to call this, like body image that's really issue. interesting. And yeah. it obviously like stuck with you. Yeah, forever. And bothers you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely bothers me. So, um, and I definitely have, like a lot of people dove into the like over-exercising phase, have been many different sizes most of my adult life, um, centered my whole life around exercising and working out to the point where one time in college... I went out, was at a party. We had cupcakes or cake or something. And I came home at like 3 a.m. And I went on a run at 3 in the morning. Isn't oh my that gosh. also crazy? Yeah. Wow. And I don't remember feeling like, oh, this is an issue at the time. Because mm-hmm. at the time, when I was in college, I made New Year's resolutions every year. And one of them one year was to look good in pictures. Because Instagram, well, Instagram wasn't out yet. But I guess just Facebook pictures. And that I remember that being one of them. And I don't remember thinking that going on this run at three in the morning after drinking and being out. Also, it's the middle of the night. And how dangerous is that? Granted, it was, you know, small town, Missouri. So we were pretty safe. But still, like, that's extremely unhealthy. That is that mm-hmm. is a mental health issue. Maybe I shouldn't say that I am not a mental health, like, professional. But that's not that's not right. It's, it's not really healthy not. thinking. It's not no. a healthy like thinking habit. No, yeah. I, I should be thinking like now, like I had a great night with my friends and we shared food together and we celebrated a birthday party and, um, you know, whatever we did that night, like that, that should be how I'm living my life. Like when you're at the end of your life, are you going to think like, I'm so glad I was so skinny. Or are you going to remember all these moments that you shared with people that usually include food and so anyway, I could go on and on, but I think kind of diving into like what we're fed as children is huge. And so especially now that we're moms, I'm, I just have a son right now. And of course, this is an issue for men. I'm sure it is. Uh, men can chime in out there for us, but especially for girls, like I don't ever want a future daughter or any of the little girls in my life to ever like question loving someone because of how they look and their size. I think, too, like what you kind of touched on, we're kind of taught from an early age that fat equals unhealthy. And that's not necessarily always the case. Um, And then on top of that is skinny is pretty. And with those two things correlating, I think that's just a dangerous road to go down. And I, with my own kids, I've really tried to, and granted I have two boys, but like we've said, it's, it's doesn't, it crosses gender lines and age lines and, and really focusing on when we eat certain foods saying like, oh, this food is really good for our brain or this food's going to give us a lot of energy. And then other foods saying like, oh, this food might not give us a lot of energy and it might give us a tummy ache or we might not feel very good. Um, Instead of saying like, this food will make us fat or, you know, I 
tried to not tie the food aspect with image as much. Um, or being like I, bad or naughty food. Yeah. Like in, and, like and saying like, oh, this is a treat. Like when we eat. Yeah. Isn't it fun to eat this special treat? You know, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like it – and I – like my mom growing up was really good – and I don't really remember my mom ever saying like, oh, God, I'm fat or like, oh, I need to lose this weight or I need to do this. And I, I I, do think that has played into me being a fairly confident individual in myself. Granted, I've had two kids and I don't have the body at all that I used to have. And I constantly am working on it. But mine's more because I'm not as strong as I would like to be or – none of my pants fit anymore. Like it's not that I would just, I don't want to buy all new pants. That's like my big thing. So I, I think that plays a lot into it. What you hear when you're growing up um, really has an impact too. And that thing with pants, I've been following a lot of health at every size dietitians. And the thing about like the clothing has been a big deal for me, especially all of us after having babies, like you look in the mirror and you're like, I don't, recognize this person anymore. This is crazy. Um, but just, just buy new pants. Like just, just go and just buy new pants. I think you're you're covering it up. Just buy new pants. (laughs) Well, that was a big (laughs) thing because I, you know, we all have those pants that we keep in the back of the closet and we're like, I'm going to, I'm not going to purge those. I'm going to, I'm going to fit back into those one day. And I had pants that were pre kid pants. Like they were pre kid pants that I was like, I'm going to get back into those. And now I'm like, and we, I did a post about this actually. And I had a lot of feedback to it where I was like, why are we taking up that closet space? Like we are not only physically not those people anymore that fit in those pants. Like we are not even mentally those people anymore. And we're not even like the girl who fit into those pants. Good for her. Was like us. Well, I wasn't necessarily single, but was like, wasn't a mom yet and was just living my own life for myself. Like, and my body wasn't changed yet. I have had two kids since then and I have changed and grown in so many ways. So it's almost like symbolic of like, why am I trying to fit into something that wasn't even who I am anymore? You know, like, yeah. and then it's like, yeah. you're setting yourself up for the, these unrealistic goals. So you're constantly disappointing yourself. Like mm-hmm. when you are setting yourself up for a goal like that, you are just constantly disappointing yourself. And like that is so bad on your mental health because you just are never celebrating anything and you're just down on yourself all the time that I did one day. I was like, I would buy the same size every time I would go to the store because that was kind of where I was, you know, between babies. And I was like, that's where I'm going to stay. That's where I'm going to stay. And it didn't matter how many times I had to jump and yank up those jeans to fit every bit of my rolls into these pants and how hard I had to suck in to button them. I was still wearing them. And one day I was like, I wonder what it's like to buy a size up and see how that fits. And it like, I remember being like, oh my God, I can breathe so much better in these pants than like sucking this in. And I remember thinking like, and I'm comfortable and I look better in these because I, they fit me and I feel good in them. Like just as I have changed as a person becoming a mom and my body's changed and my life has changed, like just be okay with like 
celebrating that and wear the pants that are comfortable and that you're not constantly every time you put them on thinking, oh my God, I failed again. I don't fit in these. Oh my God, I failed again. I don't fit in these. And, like, and it's like because of a little tiny number in the tag, like that's it. Right. That's it. That's I, it. Like what that's I think is. now is like, I think Joyner, you and I talked about this the other day where we were like, like you only look at the size pretty much like when you're shopping and then never, then never again, because then you're like, Ooh, these jeans fit. I feel good. Let me go grab my pair of jeans and put them on. And sometimes I'll see the number and be like, Hmm, this is a, you know, the biggest number I've ever seen, but like, I feel good in my clothes. And that's a losing game within itself. Because have you ever watched somebody who goes and they've done these like experiments? I've seen it on social media where they go to different stores and they buy maybe a six from one place. But what a six at one place is a 10 at another place. And Mm -hmm. what's a 10 at another place is a four at another place. And people will post like, I bought all these jeans in the same day and they all fit me, but these are the sizes. So it's like, it's almost like an arbitrary number. Like the only thing that would really matter is if you actually like measured your waist, which I'd stay away from because unless I have to for clothes or something, like I just, and and why do I even stay away from it? Like as long as I feel healthy and happy, like it really doesn't even matter at that point. And it's, it's like we have been trained to like, constantly be a certain way to like feel successful or to feel pretty or to Mm -hmm. feel, you know, it's like at the end of the day, I stopped weighing myself because I was like, what is that even doing for me? Like if I feel good and I feel healthy, that's really all I care about. Like if I feel like trash and I feel like I don't have energy, then Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what I need to address. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's something all three of us have not done for a while. Like yeah. weigh ourselves. I yeah, think we I can't tell you the last time I weighed myself. Like I don't even, even know like, where our scale is, honestly. <laughs> at the um, OB I go to, they have you stand stand on the scale, and the number thing is up on the wall, off to the right. And instead of like staring at the number, you look at the sign. Have I told you guys about this? Where you read a little sign? Oh, I think you and did tell says, me this. Yeah, it makes me feel so good. It says the number on the scale is just your relationship of your foot to the earth, like to the ground. Oh, I love and that. And it's not a measurement oh, of your success or your happiness or whatever. And this is at an OB clinic where women are, you know, you gain a, a lot of weight when you're having a baby. And mm-hmm. I was so self-conscious about that. And my husband helped me through a lot of that where he's like, I'm sorry, but what do you expect? Like you're supposed to, like you're right. supposed to, to be healthy. It's not healthy to not you know, unless you have, you know, maybe some things going on between you and your doctor to figure out, but it is normal and natural. And I love my OB clinic. They never once ever talked about my weight. And I know my mom had said that was something that her doctor talked about all the time when she was pregnant. And I can't imagine because like thinking about about my pregnancy specifically, I was nauseous the whole time. I never wanted any food. If I did want something, it was like ice water. And I still put on a ton of weight I did not have crazy cravings. I wasn't eating junk and my body just, you know, retained what it needed to or gained what it needed to, to make a healthy child. So I love that, that sign. It's, it's so true. And I've, I love that too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't that so great? Not all yeah. the nursing rooms have it, but I'm so happy when they bring me to the one that does. Cause I'm like, okay. And otherwise I look, I look away or I have heard from some of these, I don't, I don't know if they say ha- Haas or H-A-E-S, the health at every size. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I do follow dietitians that practice it, I guess is the word. Um, so anyway, they say that a lot of them now ask to not be weighed at the doctor. Um, oh. And I think I, I'm curious too, if I could ever like 
have the guts to say that, I kind of feel like I'm not sure I would. But it, again, like, does it really matter? I, d- I don't know. Right. I know when I think my it would only be like if you like gained a significant or lost a significant amount of weight in a certain duration of time, there could be a health concern. I was going to say if it's like related. Yeah. So the, for them yeah. to track your health. Yeah. Right. Or like if you're having a surgery and they need to know like anesthesia doses or something like, you know, those okay. kinds of you're things. Like, um, yeah. I would prefer not to be guessing on this. Yeah. <laughs> just guess on the anesthetic. It's fine. If I start yeah. to kind of wake up, maybe shoot me with something. Yeah. yeah. We'll just play by so, ear. Yeah. In, in some cases, I, I have never told them no. I, I just look away. I look away and I don't look at the after report. My um, doctor's because, office way like changes it to kilo, kilograms. Oh, so that's nice. I don't know what that like I don't have that in my brain, like what the conversion is. So I've always thought that that was that's nice. That's a good yeah, idea. Whether that's I, I don't know if that's their reason behind it, but I just actually thought of that right now. Like I wonder if that's why they have the scale set at kilograms. But yeah. So um, I kind of want to talk about my journey with this intuitive eating. That's another term that we haven't thrown out yet. Yeah. That's just not something that I've like read books on or researched or anything. I just follow dietitians that practice this. And these dietitians, I, you know, I'm going to look up their Instagrams in a second and give them a shout out because they have like really, really helped me with my relationship with food. Um, cause I've always loved eating. I loved cooking, but I've also done like tons of diets, weight watchers, my fitness pal tracking. Um, I've never like ordered food to be delivered because I've always like wanted to cook my own, but I have like vivid memories of doing like my fitness pal. And like, I just, I quit cooking because it was too hard to measure a tablespoon of oil and everything, you know, or like, I don't, I don't like to measure my oil when I'm cooking something, you know, I like to throw in a dash here and a dash there of stuff. And so Mm it's like made me really sad. And I was like, okay, I've lost 10 pounds, but I'm like really unhappy. I'm, this isn't happy. I love food. I love cooking. I like to share food with people. I like to make people food. This is like how I show love, but I I can't right now, but oh, my pictures are good on Instagram. So I'll just move past it. And that was like the cycle. I feel like I had been in like most of my twenties. Um, and I did Weight Watchers too. And I remember thinking like, okay, this is great. I can have, um, you know, as much as I want of, of grapes. And then I would like binge grapes because it was zero points. And I'm like, I'm still like binge eating. I'm still like shoving food in my mouth instead of like enjoying a meal and moving on. So um, these Instagram dietitians I have followed have like totally changed my life with it. And now I can like keep cookies in my house and cake. And I've had friends who have commented on like, how do you keep all that jar of candy right there? I could never, like, I can't control myself. And I'm like, but when you start like allowing yourself to have delicious foods that your body is wanting, you know, the, you don't crave it anymore. The craving comes from like cutting it out and like telling yourself this is a bad food. And when I get it, it's like very, you know, a special occasion. And then you maybe like eat an entire cake or a whole sleeve of Oreos or something versus now I just like, I have an Oreo with lunch. I have some with dinner. I have Nutella on it if I want, and I can have all this good food in my house. And I have quit probably the last like two years thinking about my food from that sense. And me and my husband have commented, like, we just eat so well, lots of vegetables and good proteins and fruits. And um, our our whole mindset has changed because when you're giving your body what it needs, you naturally are going to eat 
nutritious food that your body is wanting. So that's been a, a big part of my personal journey. Well, I think, and I think that's awesome because, so I went out to dinner with two friends last night and I don't get to see them very often because they are old coworkers of mine and just with schedules and they're both moms and working and it is just hard for us to find time. We live an hour away. It's hard to find time to get together. And when we went last night, they were like, we ordered, we always go on half, half off wine night to this one restaurant and we ordered this wine and you know how it is for all of us. We're all like, all right, are we all drinking wine? We're all drinking wine. Like no one's pregnant. Okay. And <laughs> then on top of that, they're like, oh, Joyner, you're going to drink wine. And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, and I was so happy to see them. I was, it was a really stressful day as a parent. Like I was like so excited to have like a glass of wine at dinner. And I was like, yeah, why? And I was like excited about it. And they're like, do you not remember last time we all got together? And I was like, no, what? And they were like, you drank a cup of green tea and a bowl of mushroom soup. Mm. And that's all you had. Were you and doing I was vegan like, or something? I was doing keto because oh, I was about to go on keto. a trip. Mm-hmm. Keto. Because <laughs> I've got but, keto stories. Oh, earlier I, I wanted to do fupa. Sorry, I meant I, to do that earlier. Fupa. Keto. But I do ke- – I'm a, I'm a vegetarian or vegan depending on where I'm at. So, like, I was doing keto as a vegetarian. So, like – there's no meat for me. So it was like cheese butter. and vegetables and butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not not even butter. No. So like no. I was going into this restaurant and like they were all so excited. Like not that you have to drink when you're with people, but they were like so excited for us to all finally get together this past time. And like, and they were like, yeah, you were like, I'm just going to have tea and uh, mushroom soup. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That was when I was so, I was about to go on a trip with a bunch of people. So I was so focused on weight loss because I thought that's what I had to do that I don't ever get to see these women. And like, instead of actually enjoying myself at this meal, being like, oh, this is such a special opportunity. Like I drank green tea and ate mushroom soup, which is fine if that's what you want. But that clearly was not what I probably probably were like drooling, looking at the wine or the pizza or whatever. Exactly. And And so last night they were like, oh, so you're going, you're fine now. And I was like, oh yeah, like I'm getting what I want to eat. I got these awesome vegan falafel tacos. They were so good. And like, I drank wine and it like, it was like, why? I was so happy. I wasn't restricting myself in that moment again. Like, and it was, it was just, I, when they even said it, I was like, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I like saw you guys. And I was so stuck on this like mindset that I couldn't enjoy what I actually wanted to enjoy. But, and newsflash, like, I don't care like what size pants like you show up in. Like none of our, none of the people who love us care. It's oh, just ourselves, you know, you hear the best part like, of that. Speaking of that, you want to hear the best part? Yeah. So I have to drive 35 minutes to this restaurant because we meet halfway. Speaking of Jean- going. So speaking of jean sizes, I wore jeans at this dinner last night. So while I was driving the car last night, I was like, oh, God, these are kind of tight because probably the jeans I'm trying to fit in for some stupid reason. So I unbuttoned them and like I completely unbuttoned the pants while I'm driving in the car. So then I'm like, oh, God, I'm here. I'm so excited. So I jump out of the car to like go meet <laughs> these girls and I had two men like walk past me and kind of like <laughs> snicker. And I was like, what are they snickering at? Was your fupa flopping around? 
Oh my God. I had my button of my pants completely wide open. The shirt from sitting was like hiked up and I just have (laughs) belly skin fat roll just hanging out as I walk into this restaurant like, I'm here. (laughs) Here I am. I'm not a vegan right now. My friend Kristen comes to hug me and I'm like laughing and she's like, what? I was like, I just realized my pants are unbuttoned. And she was like, Oh, it's, it's like at this point, I'd pulled my shirt over it, but it still didn't butt my pants. And she's like, All right, let's go, get, let's go sit at our table. And I was like, I got to fix my pants. So I went into this corner of this restaurant and buttoned my pants back up, <laughs> tucked it all in and buttoned my pants yeah. back up. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, go ahead. Good. No, go. Oh, I was just going to say, I was just going to touch on like the, like we put this on ourselves. Like I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like what, what you show up in, how big if your foop is, you know, like it doesn't. <laughs> we, put, we put this on ourselves, yes. yes, but with not the help of society, because this is one thing that really right. irks me. Do you know what every new mom does? And I'm like, stop it. It is when every new mom post and people will post this on social media. Made it back in my pre-pregnancy jeans. Yeah, like that yep. is doing nobody a favor. Do no. not. And you only post posted that. that to make yourself feel better. No yes. one right. else cares. Cares. Nobody cares. Don't care. Nobody, yeah. cares. nobody cares. And you were making people feel a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. or feel to, like crap. You know. It, yes, like to yeah. do perpetuating that. the toxic like body image. Yeah. Cycle. Like No, you know what? I'm gonna post I bought new jeans that are two sizes up and I'm so comfortable. Right. And I feel so good mm-hmm. carrying my baby around and my fupa's all tucked in and my new pants, you know? <laughs> or like I wear leggings every single day to yeah. work because it's comfortable. We need to start and posting that stuff. Or you guys. Yeah, that's I don't want to post stuff. that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you don't like Facebook. <laughs> so um, I think like but to tie kind of that in is sometimes still, even though so I'm I'm in a bigger body now because I'm listening to my myself and I'm eating what I want and I am still healthy, even though I'm in a bigger body. But that does sometimes like I don't know what you guys would say as far as like like pictures of myself I still have a hard time with. I am I'm just over a year getting out of postpartum, which I'm just, I feel like it takes like about a year to get like, especially from a C-section to feel like normal, quote unquote, normal again, like physically. Um, so I guess it, I still struggle with like seeing pictures of myself and I'm trying hard to still take the picture. We kind of talked about this before we started recording and my friend Meg, uh, shout out to Meg, always talks about she just says like, like get in the picture. Like you're going to want to have these pictures in the future. You're going to be upset if you're not in these photos. So I'm trying to put myself into pictures, but it, it is hard. And I don't know how to like get past that part of it because I will think, oh my God, I felt so good at that photo shoot. Tim and I were talking about how I had a nice new shirt on and he's like, this looks so good on you. And I feel good. And then the pictures come back and I'm like, oh my God, I hate it. I, who is this person in the picture? So I, I don't know how to get out of that mindset. At least you hard. can recognize that that's not the photographer's fault. That's an issue I've been having. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's what email the photographer. Excuse me. Yeah, that's what Amy meant earlier. I've been having an issue where it's like some people, which I, and that's a whole thing. Like we should address that. Like, yeah, you said, you know, you get your pictures back and you don't like how you look in them, which I will say I had a friend recently tell me that that happened for somebody 
And the lady didn't buy any pictures. And so the photographer was like, did you not like them? And she said, I didn't like the way I looked in them. And it was a wake up call for me to finally get healthy Mm-hmm. slash lose weight for her. But, oh. and she did, apparently she did. Apparently she lost a lot of weight or whatever, but, um, and if that's her mode of needing to get healthier, right. eat better, then that's great. But I have had, where I haven't had this a lot, but I've realized a few times where there are people who are super critical of a, a picture or something. And they're like, well, I don't like the way I look in it. And, and I'm like, but it's a beautiful or put it on someone right. else, you know, right. and put they put it, on, it on like a photographer, mm-hmm. they put it on and it's like, I think you look wonderful in that picture, but people mm-hmm. are so hard on themselves that they are willing to say that they don't like an entire picture of their family, like because mm-hmm. right of the way they feel, the way they look in it, which I think is common for us. I will say that I look at pictures sometimes of me and go, oh God, like, mm-hmm. oh man, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what I look like. Oh man. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, to like go back to Brittany, like how do you get over that? I still do it too. Like it just happened to be a really good moment when I, I was like reflective and in the right mindset and headspace to like catch myself like with those toxic thoughts and like reframe it. And like, had it been a different day, maybe that moment wouldn't have happened and I would still be trying to crop and do whatever I normally do. But like, it's still is there, you know, but Mm -hmm. I think I'm, that made me that moment. And I felt so good, like posting that and with, and like, it was reinforced with the feedback I got. And then I felt like, gosh, I can be confident. Like, this is okay. Um, like maybe that will happen for me more and you're just in a different spot in your journey. Like you're only one year postpartum. The body that you have now is still new to you. And I've been Mm -hmm. rocking this (laughs) ish for (laughs) almost seven years now with three kids. And so, I mean, and I'm, it's still like very much prevalent. Um, but those little like snippets of like, I don't know, that moment with those pictures was really healthy and good for me. And I wanted to comment on the intuitive eating thing because that's kind of what, like all the things you said, Brittany, like hit home because you're right. Like you binge or I would like binge or eat a whole bunch of something if I had been depriving myself of that specific thing. And now for the last like year and a half or so, I haven't been like monitoring things as much and I'm not snacking late into the, unless we just recorded that I am. Because yeah, we we're all, all stay up and snack after, after this. this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> after we record, then we're like, Make me a sandwich. The, yeah. It is the weirdest thing. Like any night of the week, I just am like, all right, kitchen's clean. All right, kids are in bed. All right, I'm going to go to bed and I go to bed. Anytime we record, it's like, I need a sandwich. It's adrenaline, it's adrenaline or whatever. Like I don't know what that is. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not doing that kind of thing as much, as much anymore. And you're right. Like tracking in my fitness pal and like I did keto, I did Weight Watchers, I did, I don't remember the name of the other like program I did where it was like meal kits mailed to me and I lost a whole bunch of weight in order to get pregnant the first time. And like all those times, like I felt good about myself very momentarily when I like posted a picture of me, like having lost weight and got positive comments on it. And then like 
Yeah. Ooh, yay. People think I look good. Or like family members or friends making comments like, you look so good. What have you been doing? Like, that's so fleeting. And it's It's also like, like, did you feel good or did you feel good when the comments came? Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Like, but I didn't feel good any of the other times Mm -hmm. because it was hard to like restrict calories and count and scan all your food and like weigh and measure and track and all of those things. And then like the second you cheat, air quotes, because I hate that word, but like the second you cheat on your diet or like skip a workout or whatever, then you immediately feel terrible. And so it's like looking at those jeans in the back of the closet mm-hmm. that you just yeah. constantly are setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah. And, and you once failed, you failed again. Right. For me, when I lost a bunch of weight, like it was never good enough. It was always like, I just still have 10 more to go. 10 more. Yes. I still have, I'm like, you know, the smallest I ever was. And I specifically remember this picture from Halloween in college and I was super small and someone, I remember feeling so fat that night. And I remember taking that picture and being like, this is disgusting. I look terrible. And it's like, it's never, you're, it's never good enough. What, what is the end because goal? Because if you're not happy and you're not confident, really, you're never going to be. Like, that's such yeah. a, like, that's such a, like, so post baby, I actually, my body did change, but I actually look back at pictures after my second one and I was pretty thin for a while because of breastfeeding and all that stuff. And you're just eating like you you did nine months of like not drinking and watching what you eat, you know, and but I a whole nother issue for me was post COVID. Like I gained a ton of weight in COVID. I gained more than probably any other time. I mean, granted, I gained a lot of my pregnancies, but during COVID, it was really hard. Like I kind of went through like a mental rough spot just being like. I'm a very social person and just being like stuck inside and like being so unsure of the world and like what was going on. And then I had a really good friend move away who was like somebody I'm very close to. She ended up moving and it was just like very, it made it such an isolating feeling that I, I just wasn't working out as much. I wasn't, I was eating, I was in our house. Like a lot of us did. That's a common thing I feel like. So it's like, I'm trying to give myself some grace. like. That was a hard time for a lot of for a lot of us at the world. And I'm trying to get back like but it's not even just necessarily my weight. Like my goal has more been like m- like mental health wise. You know, like I'm like I just want to be like happy and proud of myself again and really it's not about the scale or the number anymore. It's like how I feel, you know, or like or I did my workout today. I'm really proud of myself for making myself actually go do the workout today. Like, and I did it and that's awesome. And, or like I drank as much water as I wanted to, or I just like little things that are more health focused and not weight focused. And mm-hmm. I've realized, you know, I'm not as strong as I used to be. Um, Cause I used to go to the gym like a lot before COVID and then the gym shut down and then life changed and, you know, and I'm like, I just want to feel stronger. Like, so it's like, if I, do my workout for the day. I'm like, wow, I'm really proud. I made myself do that. And I actually got it done. And so it's, I feel like my mindset has kind of changed a little bit, not to like, I need to fit in those jeans in the back of the closet of pre-pregnancy. Like, no, I just want to like someone to say like, you look really happy. Feel good again. Feel happy. Yeah. You look really happy. Or like I saw you did that workout and I'm like, yeah, you know, and just feeling more happy and confident and proud of myself with those kind of things is kind of more where I've tried to put my focus, you know, it's going to the gym comment. Totally reminded me too of like part of the intuitive eating and 
my issue with, there is a term for like over-exercising, which I totally recently had up until I was pregnant, really. Um, but I, when the gym closed down, it was like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? The pool is closed. The gym is closed. What do I do? And I, and I used to, I, I had been getting better at like, it's a gorgeous day. I'm not going to go inside a gym right now. I'm going to go on a hike or a bike ride with my husband instead. You know, I'm going to be outside. Um, but then when the gym closed down, it was kind of this weird, like, oh my gosh, what should we do? And my husband and I are like, how about we like go on a walk now? And we're still getting active because I, I love to exercise. It makes me feel good. It's a part of my routine. But COVID really changed my approach to it. So I can't imagine now having my son. I remember thinking, I'm so happy my gym has a daycare. And now thinking like, I'm so glad I don't drag him there on my days off and like throw him in this daycare for an hour and a half every every time I want to work out. I, I, I personally, I feel good. Like today we went on an hour walk, like through this, the city and looked at all the people in the restaurants and we stopped and saw fun statues in a fountain and stuff like that. And I was still being active. So I think that's, that for me has really helped and COVID kind of forced me to get rid of those gym memberships and do more like family activity or I have a Peloton, which I am obsessed with and love because I can pop down to my basement. I can do a 20 minute ride where I feel like a freaking goddess because of Cody making me feel like a freaking goddess. (laughs) And, and I can come back upstairs and I am, it was 20 minutes gone and it's okay. It was only 20 minutes. It used to be like, I have to do like an hour and a half. 20 minutes is nothing. And that is so Peloton has changed my mindset where I'm like, I'm having a good workout. I feel so good mentally and physically. These instructors make you make sure you feel like that. And it's in my basement and I can go back upstairs and do you I know feel mentally I, and physically great. I also have a Peloton. Do you know what I did for the first time yesterday? Did you write it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sat on that bitch for the first time. I the first wrote time it. in a year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did a live ride. Have you ever done a live oh, ride with somebody? I haven't. We're like... It is the, it's like what we're doing right now. It's like how we can see each yeah. other in these small boxes, like you were on Zoom or something with somebody. But it's during you writing during a class, you're taking oh. the same class at the same time. So literally imagine right now the way you see me and you see me like, yeah, like you're like cycling and you're like <laughs> sweating and you're tired. But you like with a friend, like you had to sign in and watch your friend, right? Or do you see everyone in the class? No, no, no. It's just with your friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that. Oh. Well, I haven't done a live ride, but I've done rides with friends, but we don't turn our video on. I just see like Oh, their, I turned my name. video on. My friend, my friend. That's weird. Emily talked me into doing it. <laughs> so weird. I did. I don't know anyone that turns their video on. That's weird. <laughs> Emily was like, do you want to do this live ride together? And I was like, oh, like at the same time. And she was like with our video. And I was like, you know, that could hold me accountable to like see someone else doing it. And like, I can't stop. She can see me like, right. and <laughs> so funny. I did the whole ride, which I mean, I always do the whole ride. It's not like I'm like jumping off, yeah. but like I, it was interesting to like watch somebody do it. And like, yeah, it was <laughs> funny. funny. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love the Peloton. It's really helped. Uh, I, it's great for being a mom. Cause I, like I said, I just popped downstairs and, but I think that's important for people. Maybe if Are anyone you else paid by Peloton there, for this. Yeah, I'm getting paid. Also, Cody's my BFF. He's hanging out <laughs> in my living room right now. We're going to watch a movie after this. Yeah. You're Shout like, out I Cody love Peloton. It's perfect for moms. It's, <laughs> Do we have like some yeah. sort of a like, non-disclosure agreement we're supposed to be reading <laughs> yeah, right. the episode now? Like, I didn't know you had, were affiliated. <laughs> you know, it's so great. I just feel like if anyone else struggles with like 
trying to get back to working out after you have a kid. That was was my biggest, like I literally craved working out when I was pregnant because I couldn't, it's my blood pressure, but I was super excited to get back to it. And now I found other ways to get movement in and feel good. And I move my body when I want to, not when I have to. I used to go like, Oh, I think that's yeah, big. That's a big that's statement. Huge. Yeah. I used to be statement. like, no, I go to the gym four times and I personal train two times and I have one off day and I got to check my boxes. And now it's like, mm-hmm. I feel tired. I'm not, I'm not going to do anything today or, you know, just going to get all comes. Walk. I feel like our whole thing so far has been like, just, well, it's intuitive eating and intuitive exercise, basically like doing what, you know, makes you feel good. And then also I was going to say this before when we were talking about food, but like, I know that if I eat, like if we get Mexican takeout for supper, that I'm going to feel like trash, like an hour later and probably in the morning. I know that, but I can like make the conscious decision to like, okay, I know that this is going to make me feel like crap, but Mm -hmm. I like it and I want it. So I'm going to have it. Yeah. And the flip side is I know that if I eat a sheet pan meal or like when we were on vacation together in Galena, we ate all those amazing like vegan foods together. And we all commented mm. on like we how felt good so we good. felt because we yeah. were eating all this fresh produce. Um, Like you, if you are aware of that, like you get to make that decision. Like, are you going to feel like crap? Are you going to feel good? And do you want to feel like crap? I mean, if it's worth it, then have cheesecake, you know, like you are in control of that decision and you shouldn't yeah. have guilt around it. Like, yeah, it should be, I'm aware right, of how this goes- makes my body feel and I'm okay with it because I'm with friends or I'm okay with it because it's a special occasion or I'm okay with it because it's a freaking Tuesday and work was terrible today and I just want to have a Comfort. slice of cheesecake. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. But knowing and being aware to, of how it makes you feel. Yeah. Well, and I think it's going back to what I was saying. Like I want that I want my kids to think of the food that way. And the only way they're gonna think of food that way is if we say it that way. Yep. You know, like if we say, like, look at this delicious food, you know, this apple, like you said, is gonna help our tummies feel good. And this this lollipop may give us a tummy ache. So you have as much as you want of this lollipop, and when your tummy hurts, put it down or eat the whole thing if you want. Isn't it so fun and special to have this? Yeah. I, I saw someone say this, and I honestly cannot think of who it <laughs> was. So, at? like, <laughs> what? I just what? had a thought. My son, who's four, like, he knows that Mexican <laughs> gives him <laughs> diarrhea, and he says oh, it like, <laughs> like, I don't. I want, I want the Mexican. I know it gives me diarrhea. <laughs> Man, what, what kind of Mexican places do you go to? Maybe yeah, I say, what Mexican place are you going to? I mean, Maybe you need to I go to a fresher place. <laughs> I think it's. I think he has Amy's a dairy like, I immediately pass like I out, and so and, and my kids just like has they just know issues afterwards mom i know i get food poisoning but it's worth it yeah honey it's fine it's worth it okay so i'm not condoning that what kind of chalupa are you eating (laughs) (laughs) i think he may have dairy issues like i do but anyway i don't that was a way Go, Joyner well, was about to say something really deep, I'm sure. It wasn't, well, it wasn't even deep. I can't even, I wish I could think of who said this. It may have been a speech therapist even, or nutritionist, or I don't know who it was, but it was somebody. And they said the way that they talk about food is, with kids, is what that food does for their body. So, like, 
oh, let's, we're going to try these carrots. They make our eyes really strong so we can see better. And let's try these blueberries because they make our body feel healthy and fight off sickness or whatever. And they talk about it that way so that when they get to like, if the kid's like, I want cake for lunch, they're like, oh, cake doesn't really do anything good for our bodies, but it's a good treat to have. And it may make us happy because it tastes good, but it's, I, li- I kind of liked that because you're you're kind of giving what food can do for you and how it can fuel your body and how it can make you feel good, you know. But I really don't ever want my kids to feel bad about having the treats that they want. I mean, you should totally have them if they if you want to have them, you know. Okay, so speaking of who said what, I want to give a shout out to these dietitians that I follow on Instagram who have really changed my life, even though I don't think they know they've changed my life, but they have. One is Diet Culture Rebel. It's Diet Period Culture Period Rebel. And it's Bonnie. I'm sorry, Bonnie. I'm not sure how to say her last name. is Roni or Ronnie. I uh, love her page. And then Beautiful Nutrition. The full part is F-U-L-L, Beautiful Nutrition. That is Carly Metcalf. And she is my friend's sister. I also follow No Food Rules, Colleen Christensen. That's no period food period rules. And then Christy Harrison, um, her Christy, like the I in it is a number one. So those are people. And I would say diet culture rebel, rebel and beautiful nutrition are like my top ones that I have read through and studied. And I love the information that they put out. And you ladies have totally changed my, my life and not just the food life. It, it is full circle. You have totally changed my whole outlook on life. So that's powerful. So I know I'm like really anti-social media right now, but I think social media can be used for really powerful things like that. But I do also think it's super toxic and I hate it. And that can be another episode another day. That should be another episode. And I have other things. I think we could do several episodes we have ideas for guests to come on to talk about <laughs> i just slur my speech we're gonna do a few episodes <laughs> that's good do episodes she said, said episodes episodes, <laughs> episodes. And a few episodes here it's been real we're gonna do some more episodes <laughs> I literally was I looking, at my, like, I was looking at my phone to find these people I wanted to give a shout out to and then I like looked up like what I just gave like a beautiful like rendition of people that changed my life I'm like thank you so much thank you for my life. Well, our next episode is going to be we're going to do more episodes <laughs> so just hang tight <laughs> All right. Well, you, you guys can always, always, always rely on having a laugh during these episodes. Oh, man. On our, we'll do some more follow-up episodes <laughs> <laughs> to cover various topics like um, how to talk to your kids about these things, maybe. I think that would be a good one. And what was the one you said, Brittany? You said... Social media is toxic. Yes, social media. And then I was also thinking, like I touched on it in my Facebook post that I read, and we have a guest... To come on to talk about this topic as well, but like aging and accepting aging as like a privilege um, and embracing your wrinkles and things as the story of your life. So I think that that's a really good topic. That's Um, a good one too, to relate to your children getting older. That's a big pet peeve of mine. Big pet peeve. 
Well, I realize as my kids get older, I'm like, oh my God, they're getting so old. I can't believe I have a six-year-old or I can't believe, you know, I also then realize like, that means I'm six years older than <laughs> it's just a whole realization that I have that I have to. And it's I'm okay. Tr- and they're trying black to have girls, a healthy outlook on my versus. I'm, oh, we didn't mention <laughs> this. I want to say this very quickly. Speaking of photography, just to throw this in there, embodied image, we were saying earlier. Katie Robinson, photography lifestyle. Are you just giving yourself a plug right now? <laughs> no. Here's someone I like to follow myself. <laughs> My own page. Do you know cabin. who I like to follow? Speech. Me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> you know who's changed my life this last year? Myself. Me. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. No, I was going to say we forgot to mention how how much we feel when we were saying we don't go in pictures and how you're, how Meg was saying mm, like go in mm-hmm. the picture. I will tell everyone personally, this has always been a big issue for me. And I wanted to say it, as a photographer and as I, someone who lost their mom at an early age, my mom passed away when I was 15 years old. And I want to encourage every woman, every man, whoever you are, every grandparent, no matter how you feel about your weight or your image or your age, Please always get in the picture. Get in the picture because you, it, you're going to want those pictures. And I can promise you your family is going to want those pictures. My mom, yeah. bless her, she always was somebody who put blankets over her head if my dad got the camera out or she would leave the frame of the picture because she hated the way she looked in pictures. And I can tell you, I do not have many pictures of me with my mom. And the ones that I do have, I cherish deeply. But she was never in pictures. So I never got to, I don't have very many of her. So please, it's something that as a photographer and as a mom, I am always just telling my friends and family get in the picture. Please get in the picture and have your husbands or your wives take pictures of you with your kids or your family mm-hmm. members. And it is so important. So please, can please, you, please do that. Can you share the thing that you told us before we started recording about what you require when you're taking a family picture and there's a mom involved? I do. I always take a single picture of the mom by herself because I feel like Every mom should have a really good picture of herself because she got dressed up, she did her makeup, she did her hair, and she got that whole family ready for those pictures. And which is like people get to my sessions and are like, we made it. And like kids are screaming, husbands are angry. Like it's sometimes that's just how family sessions go. I feel like that's would be every yeah, all of them. Oh my god. And so I always say, go stand over there. And their mom's like, what? And I'm like, by yourself. You, every mom deserves one really good picture of herself when she got dressed up and put her makeup on. And everybody should be able to see a great picture of you. Mm-hmm. And I just saw a video the other day about that. Um, I think it was a TikTok probably. And this daughter was saying her and her mom are looking at her wedding pictures. And the mom was like, oh, I hate this picture. And, mo- and her daughter's like, I don't see like what you see. I, I see me and my mom on my wedding day. Yeah, oh, it's so special. Cry. And the mom just cried. So, oh, oh yeah. remember? I cry. Yeah. So, we're just going to like all with that. That should be in the to go cup. It should be a challenge, especially <gasps> like with that. like the holiday season. I mean, I don't know yes. when this episode will be edited and aired, but we've got time. Like, with the holiday season upon us, like the moms and dads, we shouldn't exclude dads, but yeah. like, I mean, let's be honest here. Like, it's usually. <laughs> My husband yeah. avoids the camera and I yell at him for it. I'm like, get yeah. back in there. 
Yeah, I yeah. don't. I mean, if I think about it, most of my the pictures on my camera roll are of my kids, like not yeah. me or my husband with the kids. You know, so it's probably it's probably about the same amount of pictures that he's in that I'm in. But I think the, that could the be go a cup challenge. should be like mm-hmm. our users to go cup. What's yes. in your what is in your to go cup user or users? Why am, like we're a, like we're a, users. a system. We're a system to use. We're an electronic medical record. (laughs) My glass is empty now. This is maybe why I said that. Yeah. Users, we got some more air pursuits. Hey, users. I also want to tell people do you guys ever watch Celeste? I think that's how she says her name. Celeste Barber videos. She's funny. Oh my gosh. I'm everybody listening. If you're listening to this episode, as soon as you get off, maybe leave us a rating and tell us what you thought of the episode. But that's a good idea. Go to like Instagrams where I watch her and look up Celeste Barber. She is hilarious. And she kind of does a little like spoof on all these body image things because she'll find videos of like super skinny models. Now I know who you're talking about. I didn't know who you were talking about at first. Yeah. She'll find videos of like super skinny models who like do like all these poses or like wear these ridiculous outfits. that's just like completely unrealistic. And then she does them like herself. Like she'll like redo her like regular body. And she has a very normal, healthy, but very typical normal body. And it is the best. Like I think she's so funny. So like, if you want to laugh, go check Celeste Barber out. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Okay. Everybody go fill those to go go cups and drop us a comment. Users, your to-go cup challenge on our next is, episode. <laughs> your to-go cup challenge by our next episode <laughs> is to make sure that during this holiday season, whatever you are celebrating with your family together in this time, that you are not always the one behind the camera, but you are in the photos with your family, with your kids, by yourself, doing the thing, and and if you want to eat, eat it, eat it. If you want to drink it, drink it. Freaking eat it. Just freaking eat it. Eat it. Yeah. I'm going to go eat a sandwich and another glass yeah. of wine right now. All right. Actually. See you guys later. Thanks Bye-bye. for listening. Air pursued. <laughs> Bye, users. Bye. Oh, hold on before we sign off. Oh, gosh. They just want to leave. <laughs> yeah. they just, you, they're like, our users are like, Jesus. I thought that we were gone. This is a real Minnesota yeah. goodbye. Yeah. Um, Are you guys called a you know Minnesota this? goodbye? It's a Midwest goodbye. Midwest, oh. Yeah. oh, of course, Minnesotans would of be course, like, it's just like, us. Oh, we have our own goodbye. <laughs> we have our own goodbye. You never get to leave and you... Talk I, about. I think it's called a Midwest goodbye. It's it a Midwest, yeah. All of okay, us. Fine. All right, fine. You guys are not special. Okay. That's this like my friend from Florida. She'll walk out and she'll be like, "Okay, bye," and she'll just walk out the door. And I'm like, "Wait, <gasps> what just happened? <laughs> there was no <laughs> hug. There was no. We're plans not walking to the car. See each other again? Yeah, you didn't let me walk you out. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> offer you a bunch of things as you were no. trying to leave. No, yeah, I'm right, like we didn't right. even talk about two more topics. I'm yeah, like, right." <laughs> Right. She'll get a text later for me. I'm like, are we still friends? She's like, what? Yes. <laughs> what? And I'm like, you just said bye and left. And she's that's like, it's not normal. What are you normal, doing? normal, right? And I'm like, not in the Midwest. No. It's not. No. Okay. I stand corrected. This is a Midwest goodbye for this podcast episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say. Oh, no. Yes, I do. Um, okay. People. Users, listeners, it is very important for you to go and give us five star ratings, leave co- leave reviews because we want to read more of those reviews on our recordings, and we 
want to be discovered a little bit more on and we want to uh, hear your thoughts like we, we want do. to yeah. hear yeah. we yeah, want that's... to hear Amy's like give us five stars tell us you love us <laughs> no I just share with everyone I just want to hear like people who are listening to us we really enjoy hearing your thoughts like when we get yeah. that yeah. feedback we love it so mm-hmm. we want to hear like what you liked or maybe something you want us to talk about we would love to hear from you yeah I think that's great all right let's all wrap right. this up okay let the Officially people leave. goodbye let them leave. <laughs> Let them leave. Okay. Can I walk you to your car? Yeah. Who, who's in their car right now? You can just keep us, keep the air, but air, AirPods in and keep, the AirPods keep on in. walking. Okay. Oh, we'll, we'll stay with you. We'll stay with Talk you. Talk about the weather. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Let them go. Thank you, everyone. Go. You, you guys can hit stop now. You can hit stop. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you liked what you heard, please hit subscribe or follow so you know each time a new episode is posted. Please do us a giant favor and join our Facebook group and follow our Instagram page, Cup of Counsel Podcast. A review would really help us out too. Let us know what you loved, what you want to hear more about, and what we could do to improve this podcast to make it the most meaningful for you. Thank you.